know a lot about golf. It is time for us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith in the Golf Cave, Edinburgh, Indiana, the Timbergate Golf Course. And right next to him, another golfer who just kind of happens to show up when it's time to be on the radio, which is really nice. Ryan Graves. Uh, Sorry that uh, you are a friend of Jeff's, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry. That's good. Somebody's got to do it. And you know what? I pay him handsomely, so he's got to get that right. Okay. And now when, when, when Ryan first ran into you at uh, one of the country clubs, you were the uh, general manager of in a member guest tournament, was he already in the golf business or did he just get inspired by you to get into the golf business? I don't think either of those were the truth. I think that he was out of the golf business doing other things, but I don't think I was an inspiration in the least. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny. Once I got into the golf business, uh, we kept seeing each other at PGA merchandise show or some sort of education event. Mm -hmm. We just kept looking at each other going, I know you from somewhere. (laughs) And he finally, it finally clicked this spring. Yeah, it was really funny because we're we're talking about different places that we've been, and we know the same golf professional instructors and whatnot, and, and you know because he's been uh, selling uh, some good products within the golf teachers industry. Mm-hmm. He knew the people that I teach with and the people that I know very well, and so it was kind of an interesting thing. So he just lives up the road from me, and next thing you know, we get together, I um, get to work on his golf game, and we get to to hang out and talk golf about an awful lot of things. So. All turned out really well. So, Ryan, how badly has being in the golf business uh, cut into your time playing golf? <laughs> uh, horribly. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I actually worked for Bridgestone Tires for about 20 years, and it was part of my business to take clients out to play golf. And mm-hmm. I went into the golf industry, and it dried up very quickly. <laughs> I think that's why John's in the radio business. Yeah, it is. Because he wants to play a lot of golf. That's exactly right. Stay out of the golf business. To play a lot of golf. Were you mandated to take people out to play golf, Ryan? Yeah, this is the the great thing. I was actually in the commercial tire business, so there was always some sort of uh, association or dealer or somebody. I mean, I probably played golf three times a week just with clients and business opportunities. Fantastic. Well, stick with us because later on the show we'll – let you know that uh, there is a training available if you want to be able to do that too. It's a great way to impress your uh, boss with uh, the ability to play golf. If you're making him money, he'll let you play whenever you want to. All right, Ryan Groves, Jeff Smith, John Ashton, we are those weekend golf guys this week and we're coming right back. Stick with us. Anyone who has dealt with erectile dysfunction knows how awkward it can be to talk about it in person. Luckily, there is a simple, convenient solution to get the treatment you need, all without leaving your couch. Our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need right from home. Just pick up your phone, go to your computer, whichever, complete a free online visit, and you will hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides the treatment's right for you, your medication can be shipped right to your door with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments, and you can cancel at any time. So if you're struggling with ED, stay home and go to GetRoman.com slash weekend for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash weekend for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Did you ever wonder why guys 
every guy. I mean, it's like this everywhere. Guys keep their socks and underwear in the top drawer. It's funny. We'll have to do some research and figure that out. I was looking for some new top drawer stuff, and I found some. Some top-of-the-line top drawer stuff from Mac Weldon. Because Mac Weldon has the most comfortable underwear, socks, undershirts that I've ever, ever worn. They also have hoodies and shirts and sweatpants, and it all is the most comfortable stuff that you will ever wear. They'll prove it to you, too. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. I, myself, not only got the underwear and shirts, but I've got the most comfortable pair of sweatpants I have ever worn in my life. So, go to MacWeldon.com, use the promo code WEEKEND when you check out, and you'll get 20% off your first order. MacWeldon.com, use the promo code WEEKEND and get your 20% off your first order. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. Jeff Smith is at the Golf Cave at Edinburgh, Indiana, the Timbergate Golf Course. Ryan Groves, who is a friend of his, a uh, a fellow, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Golf industry professional. How about that? A fellow golf industry professional. Hanger on. How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan comes and he watches uh, some golf lessons. He was just in here uh, while I was finishing up before we started to record a show here. He is uh, watching this this guy that I was working with who had just started golf, picked up some clubs at a garage sale and wanted me to fit him for clubs. And he wanted to spend some money and, and uh, he's, you know, he played football and basketball and baseball growing up, never touched a club. Yeah. And, and here we are showing videos of what is, well, what is 25th or 26th golf swing. And after, after a handful of things of, of learning what he had to get done and he is uh, pumping shots that were out there about 150 to 170 yards long. And they were going about mm, seven to 15 yards offline uh, by the end of this. It was pretty interesting, you know, pretty good athlete. That just triggered something in my head. Did you, speaking of pretty good athletes, did you happen to watch the match? I watched a few things about it. I was teaching and so I had it on, I happened to be here in the studio so I had it on one of the TVs, but I had the volume down. So I got to see a few things, but I really didn't get to hear much. I heard it was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was It was hard to watch. I, I felt uncomfortable watching because it was raining so hard. And I know what so it's like. Was it playing. raining on you? No, but I know what it's like playing in those conditions. Oh, so you, you know? were being empathetic? I was empathizing big time. Oh. Yes, I was. Is that like the first for you? Do you know what that is? Do you know how to do that? I looked that word up and, and uh, I've been trained. And it's, it's really cool. But one of the, one of the things that, that popped up, a lot of people are bad mouthing Tom Brady and they're bad mouthing Tom Brady because he played like crap for the first nine holes. No, they're bad mouthing Tom Brady because they're so sick of Tom Brady <laughs> in, the, in the sport world that they want something bad to happen to him just because they're all anti-patriot people. And I know that you're a Boston guy, so you're going to stick up for Tom Brady. The rest of the country doesn't want to hear it, John. I still, I still like to trash talk in the in the pre-round <laughs> videos where Peyton Manning said he really wished they were playing the playing the uh, golf match in a city where they hated Tom, like Indianapolis or Denver or Boston. So, oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> but anyhow, that's good. I missed that. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady was playing badly, and I've seen a lot of stuff on some of the golf groups on Facebook and things where, where they're bad-mouthing him because supposedly his handicap was an 8.2. Yeah. And he scored like 120. Somebody explained 
that 8.2 doesn't mean that he's going to shoot 80 every time he plays. What does it mean? Do you know? Can you explain it? Yeah. In, in, a, in a nutshell, uh, and, you know, an, an 8.2 index kind of transfers into what golf course you're playing and how severe is that golf course. And there's course ratings and slope ratings that go with that. And the medalist course rating and slope rating is off the charts high because it's an exceptionally hard golf course. So mm-hmm. really he was more like mathematically, he was more like a 12 or a 15 on that golf course. Okay. But now you start throwing in, uh, here's a guy who's not really a seasoned tournament golfer who plays under any sort of uh, plays golf under any sort of pressure. Right. And, you know, in, in I'm not going to relate this to football, but in golf, you are uh, in, in this instance, especially you're on worldwide television mm-hmm. and you're exposed as a golfer and you're, you're doing 100% of the action. Yeah. And you're playing so, with two of the best ever. Yeah, playing with two of the best ever. <laughs> yeah. And you've got people chirping in your ear about your oh, ability or anything else they want to chirp in your ear about because they're wearing microphones and Mm -hmm. they're wearing earpieces and talking in microphones and whatnot. So uh, quite an unnerving situation. And before you start to think that I'm going to be um, like, Oh, let's say siding with Tom Brady on any of these conversations, you're wrong. Um, (laughs) But nonetheless, that's just the reality of it. Right. Is that you throw that kind of extra pressure in on somebody when they're on the golf course and, and you learn that not only is the golf course really hard, but then you add that scenario and, you know, it's really a tough gig. Yeah. So yeah. An, an eight on that golf course does not translate to being an eight on any other golf course. Right. It's ridiculously hard. But if you have a handicap of eight, does it necessarily mean that your average score is 80? No, not at all. Okay. So let's say you're playing a, a golf course with a, a middle-of-the-road level of difficulty and severe penalties, right? So let's just say that. You're most likely, with an 8 handicap, those numbers are going to translate into something like an 85, okay. 82 to 85 on the normal golf course because an 8.2 index will round up to about a 9, 9.5 on – on those, but that's only representative of the best 10 scores out of your last 20. Right. And that's how they get that number. So it's, it basically says, this is your potential. It doesn't say this is your average Mm -hmm. and it doesn't say this is predictable. Okay. But it is your potential. So what it most likely represents is about 82 to 85. Okay. On the average run of the mill severity golf course. So you've got the, uh, the chance of hitting an 80, uh, eight rounds out of your next 20, maybe. Yes. Gotcha. That's a better way to view that. Okay. Is it's a, it's more of a representation of what it's, what's possible for you. Gotcha. Okay. Than it is about what's an average. Okay. That makes perfect sense. No, uh, the, it was a rather superficial explanation from what, um, I was reading in some of the groups and it got me a tad confused and I said, well, Jeff will be able to explain this. And I'm glad you were. However, uh, you know, you got to say, so you're talking about people chirping in your ear. You know, you got to be playing badly like Tom was when Charles Barkley offers to give you strokes. Yeah, that's okay. pretty nasty right there. <laughs> when, when Charles Barkley has anything to say about anybody's golf game, you know, that guy's really suffering. Right? <laughs> 
but I, tell I, you- I, I saw some highlights after the fact. And uh, I think there was, uh, I think Charles got told to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tom hit a shot, dunked one in there and told, uh, told Chuck to, to stuff it. He did. He hit a, he hit an Eagle shot from the fairway. Um, that was really pretty. Um, lucky as hell, but really pretty nonetheless, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not surprising at all, but yeah, I, you know, when, when you see a bunch of, bunch of golf course like that when you see how hard that thing is i'm sure there were flyovers and i'm sure that there were a lot of views of of the the marshes that you've got to hit it over Mm -hmm. yeah there were uh john just so you know there's some some tees out there i'm sure during the broadcast they they told you about the tiger tees oh yeah nobody played from the tiger tees though not even tiger not even tiger yeah the the first hole uh right next to the clubhouse you've got to carry it i think 285 yards just to touch earth. <laughs> now that's not fairway. That's just earth. Yeah, yeah, that's just to yeah. carry the marsh. That's the first <laughs> swing of the day, John. Let's yeah. walk off the driving range or out from the parking lot, stand on the tiger tees and actually keep that ball in the air in the right direction. 285 yards yeah. on the first swing of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I see yeah, why not a, even tiger one, right? Yeah. I'm, 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 now I understand why not even tiger played from the tiger tees. Yeah, it's a 400-yard par four, or 500-yard par four. Jeez. And the second hole is 502-yard par four from the Tiger Teeth. Mm. And there's some of them that just change angles and make you hit a shot that, uh, you know, you got to dodge a tree and carry the water and all this stuff. These And these teeth boxes have to be, these tee shots that you have to hit from the Tiger Teeth are just, they have to be bombs. Yeah. And so it, it's pretty interesting. It is. It's, it's a, it's it was. A it was fun to watch. It was oh, yeah. fun to watch. But like yeah. I said, the the conditions were such that I'm surprised anybody could play well, even even Tiger and Phil, and and that that little chipping lesson from Phil Mickelson too about how the grain's coming this way, so he's going to hit it here and let it skip and 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 then sidle it up to about you know six inches from the pin from from about ten yards off the fairway. It's like, whew, man, that guy's almost as good as Jeff Smith. In being just about to, that's right <laughs> i hope we don't play each other because it would be a really hard thing to con, you know to, that's, to, that's to right, we, up, right? We, it would be a tough match it would be tough it would be but maybe we'll try to see if we can have that arranged uh, we are those yeah, weekend golf guys right. and the only thing we can arrange right now is to come right back hope you stick with us we'll be here of course we have a facebook page facebook.com slash golf guys we would love it if you were to go there and like us facebook.com slash golf guys Anyone who has dealt with erectile dysfunction knows how awkward it can be to talk about it in person. Luckily, there is a simple, convenient solution to get the treatment you need, all without leaving your couch. Our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need right from home. Just pick up your phone, go to your computer, whichever, complete a free online visit, and you will hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides the treatment's right for you, your medication can be shipped right to your door with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments, and you can cancel at any time. So if you're struggling with ED, stay home and go to GetRoman.com slash weekend for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash weekend for a free online visit and free two-day shipping.
You know, golfers, we love gear. It's a big part of our game, and we put a lot of time and, and let's face it, a lot of money into getting it right, whether we're researching our next irons or maybe even testing out some new tees. But there is one important piece of equipment that we overlook, your golf cart battery. Most of us don't consider the quality of our battery. That, that is, until it dies, and we're stranded out in the middle of the course. That's why we want you to know about the Relyon Insight battery, the intelligent golf cart battery that utilizes intuitive software for better performance and fewer disconnects. The Relyon Insight battery is powered by lithium, not lead acid, so it charges faster, provides more range, and requires no maintenance. It's a drop-in replacement, so just connect and go. You can learn more at RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use our special promo code GolfGuys for 10% off. Plus, you'll get a free charger when you order two or more Insight batteries. Again, that's RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use promo code GolfGuys. And no other lithium battery compares to Relyon's. Order yours today. And we're back. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Ryan Groves is also joining Jeff at the Golf Cave. And they are extolling the virtues of uh, some guy who, you know, like like a golfing savant. Right? He picks up a golf club, swings it 27 times, and suddenly it's like one of the best golf swings you guys have ever seen. How'd that it's happen? It's pretty good, really. Um, you know, he came in just a little while ago. And, um, you know, I could tell he's athletic. You know, I... You can see athletes, how they walk, how they carry their bodies. Mm -hmm. And um, you can tell how they move. And so I, I asked him to do a couple things. And he's brand new to golf. And so I, I, I wanted to find out how he moved. So I did, you know, a physical screen on him. I tested one thing and I just kind of got a handle on that. And then I threw him a rope. And it was about waist high. And I threw him a rope and had him swing it. And uh, I said, uh, you've seen golf before. And he goes, yeah, I've seen golf before. I said, try to start swinging that like you think a golf swing is going to get, you know, going to go. And all of a sudden I started to watch his body start to do things that every golfer who's played for a long time do. So mm -hmm. I got the sequence of events, uh, you know, the order in which things happen, you know, lower body starts right. down swing first and then the torso and then the arms come through. And, uh, and then the hands kind of fling it at the bottom. I saw all that happen as if this guy had been in training for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, then I showed him how to hang onto a club that matched his body. Right. And, you know, he, it took about 10 minutes worth of uh, conversation and, and talking about why he would do that because it matched him. And he said, that doesn't seem like some of the pictures that I see. So I showed him a bunch of other pictures of, different things. He goes, yeah, I'm used to looking at this kind of grip that looks this way. And then, but yeah, I, I guess I watch TV golf and they do hold it that way too. And I said, yeah, I said, there's a combination out there of left hand, right hand for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then it's also relative to, you know, how they want to see the shot and, and how they want to aim. And he's like, really, you mean everybody to name the same? Like, no, <laughs> they, they want to hit different shots. They set their bodies in different ways to hit that. I said, really, they're just trying to go from A to B in some way. And so he was okay with that. And he realized that what we did just kind of matched how his body already was working anyway. Yeah. He said, it feels really natural. It feels easy. I think that's about when Ryan came in the door and that guy's pumping him up the middle and um, you know, we got his club face to match where he's swinging the club. And next thing you know, he's got golf balls that are flying online and uh, it, in no time. 
and it was it was pretty impressive to see somebody who had really no no real concept of how to swing um, and what worked for them to just all of a sudden be able to do it because I gave them a rope. And uh, I, I like being able to do that because I had to, I got the guy going and, and successful with what he needed to do with, uh, with the least amount of thoughts in his head. Mm. So I'm I mean, kind of going along with my natural, my philosophy of uh, do it in the least invasive way possible. Not exactly the best way to create a long-term student, however. No, yeah. really, it is. <laughs> really, um, because because there's so many more parts of the of golf to teach that a, a guy like that will keep coming because I can show him different shots and I can oh, right. teach him how to play the game and I can you know work with him on some of the rules and the etiquette and learn how to to choose one thing over another and then to teach him to work the ball differently, high shots, low shots. Um, you know, yeah. why you would learn to hit one at less speed than another. Draws, you know? fades, all the uh, subtle right. nuances of uh, very, very good golfers. Ryan, have yeah. you ever actually taken a lesson from Jeff? Or do you just... I have. Uh -huh. I, I've started to take lessons from him this year, and it's, uh, it's, been, a, it's been a fun journey. Really? Has he, well, has, you know, uh, other than when he berates me, but, you know, <laughs> part of the process. Oh, we need to sit down and have a few drinks. Talk about that stuff, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. When he says, is, are you going to make the adult decision? That's, that's always a problem. <laughs> yeah, um, he's, uh, he's heard me say that a couple of times. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> do, I, do I really need to hold it like this or do I really need to do that? I'm like, well, you can make the adult decision to do that or you can just sit there and be a child and do it your own way. Do it your own self. That's it. Yeah. Take your pick. <laughs> and, you know, it's amazing how many people just automatically choose to do that. Yeah. <laughs> has, has he made substantial improvement in your game that you can point to and say, Jeff Smith did this for me? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm in the, the golf business and, and deal with things that, that primarily work with your feet and mm -hmm. how you interact with the ground. Um, and uh, I was really good at that. I, I, I wasn't so good at managing the club face. And right. so although my, my swing looked very pretty, the, the results were maybe not so much. And so, you know, what I would say is if, if you're taking lessons from somebody who's not telling you how to manage the club face and what you do with your hands, it's a lot like trying to throw darts with your feet. Yeah. Or, or hitting the ball like uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> I, I'm a Peyton Manning apologist, so it's <laughs> totally fine with me. And Peyton Manning can put the, put the stuff out of the ball, man. I've actually seen him play live and he is just one of those individuals that the almighty blessed with amazing talent. Cause he's yeah. actually a pretty decent player. Yeah. Yeah. He looked at, I mean, he had, I, I thought those guys looked like probably you and I would be Ryan, if we were playing in that, that level of a match with that level of competition or someone who intimidated us as much as those guys probably did, because they were making just a lot of physical mistakes that were pulling the balls to the left and hitting them to the right and getting into the woods and taking drops and stuff that uh, basically just shows that they were really nervous or tight at the beginning. I thought you know, interestingly enough, you got it. You're talking about four guys who are used to performing in front of worldwide cameras, but two of them played in a in a in a loud, raucous environment, mm -hmm. and they had a lot of other things going on that could 
that could influence the, the, the outcome of the, their, their own success. Right. And, uh, and then the other two are golfers. Yeah. And so the, the two non-golfers are all of a sudden under the spotlight when they are the only ones responsible for what happens with their own performance. There's no one else there that has really any influence on what's going on. So they learned, you know, what it's like to do this, um, you know, being a hundred percent exposed. It's a, it's a, it's a real different animal altogether. It's uncomfortable. It really is. You know, well, you know, you've described that to me, yeah. you know, when you had said, Hey, look, I, you know, you, when we first started to talk and, and get together on your game, the, one of the biggest things was you weren't comfortable around any other person that you didn't know well playing golf in front of them because you were exposed. Right. Exactly. And, and now it's a lot better because you're actually confident in what you're doing. Yeah. The, the, the results of your actions are better. You know why you're doing certain things and you know what to do to fix them. And so your level of willingness to play in front of other people and with new people has dramatically changed. It certainly has. But still in a situation like that, I would revert to my old self. I know it. You, you put a camera sure. on me, I have strangers watching me. I mean, it's the same thing. You play at a, at a very nice course. Some of Fuzzy's courses do this, and it really ticks me off. But he, he puts a, a veranda <laughs> with a full view of the 18th and the 9th holes. So you're yeah, you know, you're playing nine and eighteen with an audience every time, you know. <laughs> and and you're the player out there who's looking up there, going, "I wonder if they're seeing me hit this shot right now, yeah. <laughs> instead of just hitting the shot." Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I take a golf trip with my uh, father-in-law and a few friends every year. He's nice enough, and I'm blessed to go with him. And and two years ago, we went to Pinehurst Number Two, Ooh. and we're playing, and his buddy who's, oh man, be generous to say he was an 18 handicap. And he's just, man, that end of the day. And if you've ever been to Pinehurst, that veranda is six steps off the 18th green. Mm -hmm. And from about 120 yards, he bladed one into the veranda and it rattled in there like a pinball. (laughs) (laughs) Damages. I wonder wonder how (laughs) thick the glass is back there on that. You know, go because it goes. There's a restaurant back there. There's a a members clubhouse back there. There's a <laughs> part of the pro shop is back there. Um, you know, there's got to be some really thick glass because he can't be the only one to rifle one off the back of the green there. Do you have to sign anything to go out onto the veranda saying you won't sue if you get hit? I know he wasn't brave enough to eat lunch there afterwards. <laughs> we ate inside. <laughs> He just didn't want to face the people that he'd already <laughs> took a shot at. <laughs> I figured, you know, maybe he was clearing the table. <laughs> All right, boys, we want to be eating in about 15 minutes. Let me chuck one up there. Let's see if I can get us a seat. So you get, you get like, like, you know, strokes taken off if you manage to put a ball into somebody's glass of iced tea. Yeah, know. like that Nike commercial. Yeah. yeah. With Tiger exactly. and Rory. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a pretty good commercial. It actually made him look like they had some talent. It is, you know. Uh, we were, we were talking about, um, and we're going to have to probably uh, visit this at greater length when we come back because we we're not uh, too much time left here in this segment together. But it is tough, and it has been for the past two months 
uh, in areas where the courses have been open and now probably in New England and the upper Midwest and the Northwest where courses have all opened now. 95% of the golf courses in the country are open, according to the uh, the uh, Golf Federation. Um, it's tough to get a tee time. These people need jobs, man. They need to get back to work so I can play more golf. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> This is absolutely ridiculous. You got to call like a week in advance now. And a lot of courses have caveats against calling a week in advance unless you're a member. Even, you know, semi private clubs and stuff like that. So it's getting to be very difficult. But as you were explaining, now I, I was under the impression that the golf business was doing well because, you know, rounds are up and everybody should be happy. But there are just so many elements that I never even considered that um, are not doing well for the same right. reason that the rounds are doing well. And we will delve into those uh, at, at greater length when we come right back. But, you know, go, I don't know, go buy something. Although there's nothing on the shelves to buy. That's that's the problem. Um, anyhow, we'll discuss it all when we come right back. We are all those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Chronic pain is the worst. You know, it's worse than just discomfort because it affects your entire life. You can't get comfortable. You probably have some trouble sleeping or you don't want to exercise or you don't want to walk around. It, and it, it's been ongoing for a few weeks and it hasn't improved with any of the stuff you've tried. What are you going to do? Well, you just don't sit on the couch and give up. You try a thing called Omax Health CryoFreeze CBD Roll-On. It's great. It's not prescription. Triple action pain relief roll-on specifically formulated to block all pain receptors, to reduce inflammation, and to improve muscle and joint flexibility. And the best part is it's 100% natural. CBD-powered remedy works its magic within 10 minutes, and the relief can last up to eight hours. Take it from me. I know my knees stink. They're bad. I play golf, and by about the 11th or 12th hole, it's, it's hurting to walk. Put a little of that on. By 18, I'm fine, man. I am fine, and I don't come home all achy and painy as I used to. You got to try it. I can help you try it. Omax Health is offering all of our listeners 20% off a full bottle of CryoFreeze CBD pain relief roll-on. Plus, they'll ship it to you for free. And this discount also applies toward any other products site-wide, and they've got a lot of great stuff. Check them out. OmaxHealth.com. Go there today and enter the code WEEKEND. That's O-M-A-X-Health.com and enter the code WEEKEND and you will get 20% off CryoFreeze and anything else site-wide. Kyle Stanley uses it when he plays golf and for other stuff too. And look at 95% of the five-star reviews. They've got page after page after page of customers saying, this stuff works. So you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe them. Get a bottle and try it for yourself. You can believe yourself, okay? OmaxHealth.com. Enter the code WEEKEND. Get 20% off or anything site-wide, omaxhealth.com. Go there now. Enter the code WEEKEND. You'll thank me for it later. And we are back, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton, along with Jeff Smith. He is in the golf cave at uh, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. Ryan Groves, who is uh, one of uh, Jeff's golf business Industry professional compatriots. What is it you guys do together or do at the same time or whatever? Well, um, we're, we both uh, are involved with this company called Smart to Move, where I'm the director of instruction for North America. For hmm. It's a company that, that sells force plates. Okay. And, and Ryan is the, the, uh, the guy who's in charge of putting together all the education events that I'm going to be doing. Oh, and okay. he's going to be the national sales director cool. uh, for Smart to Move. 
they're going to be used with, by an awful lot of smart golf professionals all over the country. They're already being used all over the rest of the world, but now we're bringing them a little bit more closer to home here at the United States. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been using them for a couple of years now and have, it's really made a big change in an awful lot of my students understandings of what they need to do, why they need to do it so they can speed up their club head, hit the ball better, hit the ball farther. Gotcha. Cool. So as we alluded to, and I'm sure both of you have had this because you know, you're, you're looking at the course out your window from the golf cave every day. And I'm sure now you've seen, a decided lack of uh, any empty fairways. It's getting tough to get a tee time. One of the things that the National Golf Federation has said is that not only are 95% of the golf courses in the country open, but but rounds are up substantially. And now they're they're wondering what they can do, if anything, to continue that trend when the uh, whole quarantine situation is relaxed and people actually go back to work. Well, I think... One of the things that's happening that the golf industry, they're seeing that that's tough right now. Outings are going to be down this year by a lot. There's oh, yeah. a lot of people, you know, they're, they're all concerned about the, the large group gatherings and that's hitting an awful lot of golf courses yeah. hard. But what they're doing is they're, they're filling that up with individual tee times and that might sound all that great, but right now still an awful lot of the clubhouses themselves are closed or the, the bar area is closed or the kitchens are closed. And so that, part of the the golf course is um you know suffering mm -hmm. they're still getting people to come play the play so the the drive-through snack bar traffic is still doing well but it's the rest of that golf course stuff that uh, that usually helps pay the bills of the golf course you know that's taking a hit uh, plus the pro shop sales are way down for everybody because um you know people aren't haven't been going into the pro shop an awful lot and sometimes when you do get to go in, they're limiting the number of people in there. You know, as you alluded to, there's an awful lot of people that are certainly they're not going to be spending an awful lot of money as they normally would right. in the pro shops because of, you know, that they might be doing okay to pay uh, 35, 40, 50 bucks to, to go play the round of golf. But um, you know, they're, they're going to hold off on that driver, that set of irons uh, even, even golf ball sales are down shoes, shirts, all those things. Mm -hmm those sales are down. And so that also means the manufacturers are also be losing out a little bit when sales are down. Yeah. Some of them are still not even open to, uh, to ship product yet, you know, and then in the Northeast area, up in Massachusetts, um, there's a couple of companies up there that are, um, you know, also out in Carlsbad, California, and they're still shut down. So yeah. there's an awful lot of product that hasn't even been able to be shipped. So, you know, club sales are down, club orders are down. So yeah, there's a lot of, there's, you know, you look at the golf business and you say, man, I see full parking lots. Everything's going smoothly. Well, one part of it is going pretty smoothly. Right. I don't mind mentioning the fact it's Titleist that's in Massachusetts yeah. and, and everybody else is in Arizona, except for, <clears throat> and now Ryan, you must feel good about this. Go back to some of your old homeboys, Bridgestone's in, in um, Atlanta or just outside Atlanta. Yeah, both both Bridgestone and Mizuno are just outside of Atlanta, so they were able to return. But you know, because Titleist is considered a manufacturer, and their two places are in Carlsbad and Massachusetts, they're they're effectively shut down. Yeah, so maybe you're going to find out that that Bridgestone ball is is just as good as that Titleist you used to play. I know you can't say they, that, Jeff, but they I might all go that. in the water in the woods just as easily, <laughs> don't they? Though. <laughs> Yeah, and you cry just as hard when you can't find it to get it back out. 
I, I think the the uh, the used golf ball market is going to be booming this year. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> We've started keeping score under the way you have told us to keep score, which is you know how many balls do you find as opposed to how many balls do you lose. Right. I mean, the over under on that, that's how I used to judge my rounds of golf. Yeah. I'd, you know, I'd, if I'd I'd been go into a, the woods and I'd lose one and I'd come out with four, I thought that was a pretty good hole. I've been, I've been averaging three on uh, three on um, your three, your plus, your plus, plus three. three. Yeah. Three balls, three balls more found than lost. How about that? That works pretty good. And it's it really, does. it's really nice when, you know, <laughs> when, you, when you hit like, you know, a top flight in, you bring a Pro V1 out. That's a good trade right there. <laughs> right there, you make it. You do that every day. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. right. That's like that's like winning the lotto of golf balls right there. <laughs> it's funny though when you start playing great balls, you get you get very, uh, how should I say? Uh, uh, you get very. How's that, how's that English degree paying off right now? Man, it's 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 the old timers kicking in, man. That's what it is. Uh, you get you get to be very picky. For lack of a better word, you get to be a snob about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that's right. It's a golf ball snob. That's what you are. You know, you go in the woods and you find four balls and you go, well, this is this is a top flight and this is I never heard of this. Here's a mojo. Oh, here's a here's a top here here's a pro V. Okay. And you throw the other three back in the woods you know, and walk out. It's like, yeah, uh, that's not that what kind is it? I'm not I'm not even gonna expend the energy to bend over, you know? So you are a golf ball snob. Oh, I am. I learned it from you. Well, you know, I just know which one's the best ball in golf. So let's <laughs> right. play it. That's right. So there you go. I mean, and you and you pass it along. But so do you think you guys are both in the business now? Do you think that uh, when the quarantine stuff is over that I, I, I'm going to I'm going to preface this because you guys can't say this without ticking off the people you work for the golf business for the most part is not the most progressive business in the world. Uh, yes, but I tell you what, it, it's set up for this new world order that we live in where social distancing and all of these things, with the exception of tennis, where you're, you know, 90 feet from the person you're playing with, mm -hmm, yeah. you know, this is the sport to play. And, you know, if we could get it to where people play without hurting themselves and, you know, being you know, a little bit better golf is the best sport for this oh it is but the golf business itself isn't the the first or, or the the easiest to, to come up with new ideas to take advantage of new situations and, you know they're they're very much proud of the fact that you've been playing this game since like 1357 and we're gonna play it the way it's been played <laughs> you know well, I think that there's there's a, a faction of, of people that actually like that. And then I think there's a faction of golfers that want something a little different and they create their own rules as they go anyway. Yeah. You know, I, I think that there you and I have talked about this. You know, there's there's that sort of golf manifesto that lives out there. Mm -hmm. And and with it, within an awful lot of groups, people are deciding what the rules of their own game is anyway. And they're the people who aren't doing the. I'm going to go get a USGA handicap for some reason, like, well, they're not going to go play in a, uh, in a tournament. So they don't need a handicap and they don't really care. They're just in it for their own entertainment. So they'll, they're that group that's going to make up their own rules and you know what? Good for them. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. Let them have at it. It's just what you want it to be. Yeah. Just, just hope that people keep playing the game and, and I'm sure they will because it's, it gets to be very addictive this game. 
but people who were playing golf in the past couple of months just because it was the only thing that they could do, um, I hope they come back now and they have more choices. You well, know? I mean, that's exactly the way I got sucked into the game. Um, I'm, I'm about six months older than Tiger, and when I had my first job out of college, it was a traveling job. And, you know, they told me in, in late 96, early 97, uh, if you don't get golf clubs, we're going to leave you at the hotel. <laughs> I'd never played before. I played other sports at a pretty high level. And then all of a sudden, you know, you hit a few that go really good. Mm-hmm. And you go, there's something about this. Yeah. And once you're hooked, you're hooked for life. Oh, that, 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 one, that one perfect shot. And you say to yourself, I can do this. You may never hit that perfect shot again until, you know, three, four years later. Usually it's about when you're about ready to throw your clubs in the lake. Yeah, yeah. 18th hole is usually when the best shot happens. And it's just enough to make you come back. And um, we just need more of that. We need more people coming back. I'm I'm a fan of making, on on many public golf courses, I'm a fan of making the ninth hole and the 18th hole play easier than they look. (laughs) Make the fairways just a little bit wider. Make the other stuff visually so it's, more difficult to look at, but all of a sudden you seem to score pretty well on the last hole of each side Yeah, because it makes you come back. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could do something on the ninth and the 18th fairways like they do in bowling alleys, you know, put those bumpers <laughs> up. Bumper drive, bumpers <laughs> up there, yeah. Right. That was, that, that. was, that was one of the funny things that happened in the match. I hate to keep going back to that, but man, I get it to Peyton Manning could do stand up routine, man. You know, oh, isn't he good? Yeah. He is absolutely hilarious. But there was a, a long drive hole, and it was two hundred fifty thousand dollars is what they put up, you know, for charity for the winner of that hole. But Workday, one of the big sponsors of guys on the PGA Tour, put up one point five million. Tiger hit a beautiful drive straight down the middle. Phil hit a drive. I guess if you're a left-handed golfer and it goes to the left, that's that's a slice, right? Yeah, And he sliced it into the woods and Peyton looked and he said, I think somebody from workday just threw it back out in the fairway. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if you're going to make it visually intimidating on the 18th hole, it should be this huge expanse of water. That's only like a half an inch deep. <laughs> yeah. So your ball and canted back toward the fairway. So it just bounces back in. Yeah. That's right. Like it. Something like that. That'll yep. work. So you can play it. Yes. See, oh, now this is the progressive ideas. We need the industry to, to adopt. <laughs> just embrace right. wholeheartedly and go for it you know well and the other thing is is always have you know always have the the beverage cart um you know on those on those holes because that's always a positive experience for a lot of guys yeah right you know, guys do us all a favor you know golf is and this is something else we've talked about this with a few of the uh the female golf pros we've had on in the past few weeks but golf is primarily played by a majority of men it's like like 78% men to 22% women on the golf course. But when you start flirting with the girl in the beer cart, you give us all a bad name. You know, she doesn't care. She's going to be friendly because she wants a better tip. Stop taking it seriously. Buy your beer, tip the lady and move on without embarrassing the rest of your gender. Okay. Thank you. I'm off my soapbox now. Okay, good. Thank you. (laughs) We appreciate that. PSA by John Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> I wonder if they're, did, are you getting paid by like the Bev Cart Girl Association of America or something? <laughs> the like Bev Cart Girl Union. He, he wrote that toxic masculinity commercial for Gillette. <laughs> Yes, the uh, the beer cart girl union has uh, put me on retainer. So now I just That's, does that stop the lawsuit? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's part of my community service. <laughs> Good. Oh well, <laughs> glad we got that cleared up. I learned my lesson well. Now I just need need you know with with an evangelical zeal to pass the message on to everybody else. So there you go. Beautiful. Right. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So let's just hope even when you do finally get back to work, you lazy so-and-so that you still keep playing golf. All right. We've got a few minutes left together. We'll be right back. Don't move. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. Anyone who has dealt with erectile dysfunction knows how awkward it can be to talk about it in person. Luckily, there is a simple, convenient solution to get the treatment you need all without leaving your couch. Our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need right from home. Just pick up your phone, go to your computer, whichever, complete a free online visit, and you will hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides the treatment's right for you, your medication can be shipped right to your door with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel at any time. So if you're struggling with ED, stay home and go to GetRoman.com slash weekend for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash weekend for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. And it is us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton, Jeff Smith, Ryan Gross has been uh, joining us for the uh, bulk of this show. One of the uh, Jeff Smith, the golf industry professional compatriots. They hang out and they talk golf, man. And, you know, it's not as boring a subject as you might think just to listen to these guys. Sometimes you just want to be a fly on a wall talking to some of these guys. Um, you know, one of the things that we do an awful lot is that we challenge each other. You know, when I'm around other teachers mm -hmm. and we're talking, it's, it's, we're not trying to preach to the choir. We're not interested in, in echo chamber stuff. We want to find out how we can get better. You know, when good teachers get together, they don't just want to sit around and, and go blah, 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 and everybody else nods. We all want to ask questions of each other going, how do you do this? And why do you do it in that manner? And, you know, we're all headed toward the same end game. But, you know, just because there's a teacher out there in Texas or in Illinois or in South Florida or whatever, who's being really successful, we all want to learn why, how are you going about it? Because you just never know who's coming up to you next and you might need that approach. And as long as it's successful for that player, having a different approach and having a different way of going about this is great. So when we get together, you know, John, you do want to be a fly on the wall because you'll learn so much. Exactly. Ryan's learned that he's been hanging around an awful lot of pretty good, pretty good golf instructors. And, and he is surprised at, at the way that guys are different and yet successful. 
And uh, he, he's seen a handful of, of really successful teachers and he's figured out that everybody's a little different and everybody's got something to bring to the table. It is very um, educational. I mean, I have improved and I have not officially taken lessons from you. I've been in front of you, what, three times total in seven years? Yeah. Played golf with you once. Yeah. But the, the vast improvement has come from just listening to you. Not listening to you necessarily talk to me, but listening to you talk to other people. And um, that's you just if you know, if you just pay attention, you can learn. And if you've got uh, the desire to get better at this game, it's really nowhere near as hard as you might have thunk to begin with. So we can prove it to you too. Jeff Smith Check him out. He's there. Check us out anytime. Those weekend golf Brand new website coming in about two weeks, man. She won't Ooh, let me like see, that. She won't let me see it till it's done. It's gonna be a surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> 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 Facebook.com slash golf guys. You can go there and follow us. We would appreciate it. And you know, if you can, get a tea time, pick up some clubs, take a lesson or two, and then hey, go out and play some golf. Our bonus content this week comes from two years ago. I don't know if you remember, we talked with a guy named Kevin Rosenberg from up in Maine. There's a company called P3 Pro Swing. It's a great golf simulator. And if you want some golf in your basement year-round, check these two guys out. And we are back those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave. And uh, on the line with us, Kevin Rosenberg. Right, Kevin? I get that right? That's right. That's right. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Doing great up here in the state of Maine. Yeah, man. It's always nice to talk to a fellow homeboy up there in Maine, man. We're not in yeah. Maine anymore, but we will be soon, only for a week, but we look forward to it every year. It's it's like a homecoming. Go see the family, have a good time. Let's talk about golf practice, because you must be very familiar with the concept of practicing indoors, because here we are in, in May, and your golf course has just now opened for the season. Yeah, yeah. You know, in our part of, uh, in part of our little part of the country, climate definitely plays a part of uh, how many times you get to get out and play and you know, how well you can retain your game and, and really, you know, keep your, keep on point, you know, in the yeah. off season, yeah. and our off season happens to be eight months. So, um, <laughs> indoor golf, indoor golf, uh, play and practice really come into play into, uh, aiding and, and helping that. All right. So the, the name of the company is the name of our, uh, the name of our brand is a P3 pro swing P3 pro swing is the, which brand. is, uh, yeah, practice, play, perform. You just and said something John can't handle. I know. <laughs> and we uh, manufacture a golf simulator yeah. that uh, captures both swing information as well as golf ball information and, and makes that into a full simulated playable game that uh, you're able to play on 150 plus virtual courses that replicate some of the best around the world from Pebble Beach to St. Andrews to going to the driving range and being able to, you know, get down and dirty and and hit a you know a a bottomless bucket of balls on the driving range and seeing your full swing analytics you know what your club's doing before at and after impact if you're leaving that club face open you know if you're closing it if you're coming inside inside out you know and and we provide all that data with every swing whether you're playing on course or on the driving range let me me ask both of you guys because jeff is is a world-renowned golf instructor and kevin you're very small world yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and kevin's very familiar with the the whole idea of golf instruction 
I'm an amateur golfer that's not very good, never been very good. And as Jeff said, part of the problem is because I, I, I find uh, I have a fear and loathing of practice. But now if I've, I've got one of these P3 Pro Swing simulators and I've got the screen in front of me and I'm hitting balls playing one of those 150 courses, is it enough for me to be able to visually see what my ball does? Or how do I learn? Do I have to go to a guy like you guys to say, okay, these are the numbers. What the heck does this mean? And, and what do I do about it? Well, you know, I think, you know, looking at just the number, just seeing your ball fly, yeah, it's going to be tough to, to really break down anything that you're doing wrong. Right. And you're really going to only get it from the I feel good and, man, that looks good. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and, and where our simulator kind of helps you out is we provide you, well, this is what your club did to get mm -hmm. the ball to do that. And by seeing that, you know, I think it opens opportunity for a lot of people learning that way. They're, they need to see the, re, the the action to help change the next action. That, that's a good part of the learning yeah. part. Another is muscle memory, you know, and, and, and you guys can speak to this, is uh, if you keep doing it the same way, you know, over and over again, it, it's only going to become commonplace and, and you're going to be better at it. But I, I think, you know, indoor golf, uh, you know, helps – bridge that gap by showing you a little bit of what the club is doing and the ball is doing to get that result. So you can change it or in my case, just keep doing it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the muscle memory works both now, ways, man. Jordan's you got the product, but it doesn't have me. You that's can, the, you can keep, right you can keep doing the same thing. If it's right, it, it helps. If you keep doing the same thing and it's wrong, then you really screw yourself up. Uh, <laughs> right, which right. is which is the case most of us uh, bad golfers have found ourselves in. We've just been doing it wrong for so long, it comes second yeah, nature to right. us, you know. So we need something so, like this you know, to figure out what's about right. Numbers on monitors and things that you know, like Jordan's got a good product here that that tells you, you know, because it it sees what the club is doing and it sees the club face position and it sees the club path right. coming into the golf ball and then right after the golf ball gets struck. Right. Yeah. And it morphs those things together, takes the readings, you know, and it tells you what the heck's going on right through the impact zone. If your club's moving in a certain way and there's a pattern to it, okay, there's that's your swing. Uh, but what if there's a face position problem that goes along with that? It doesn't get them close enough together. You know, it's one of the things that you learn, and that's how make balls curve and go sideways on you, John, is, is the, the combination of the things that the P3 Pro Swing measures. Right. You know, it's the club face position, you know, at impact and just prior to and uh, and what's the, the swing direction. Yeah. And, you know, once you get those two bits of information, John, you'll see ball flight and then you get those numbers on this thing. They jump out at you as you say, oh, then you can basically begin to understand what the numbers would produce. Right. Because you see the correlation. Gotcha. So okay. you could use this. An individual could use this as a learning device, not just something that showed him his ball flight and not understand why. Right. You could be learning from it if you put the things together. Yeah. You know, it's another tool in your in your tool shed of, of becoming, you know, a, a better golfer to enjoy the game or to, you know, to be competitive. But, you know, it really takes the entertainment piece of it to the next level as it has some value in your game <laughs> yeah. and it really can, you know, can show you the way to use technology 
to to enjoy the sport a little bit better you know and that's what at p3 pro swing golf simulators uh we we really have been you know striving to do you know allowing people to save their shot analysis to be able to send it to their coach you know hey i'm gonna send you 50 shots i took with my pitching wedge uh so you can tell me you know why do I keep, you know, ending up looking for my ball, you know, <laughs> nine shots out of 10 to the right, you know, and golf simulation, you know, we have some coaches that are using the online platform, you know, right through our website, you know, p3proswing.com to get, you know, those connections done at a convenient location and a convenient time. Possibilities of using the indoor golf and training really are just scratching the surface right now and we're trying to bring some of that to light to, and, to the, the whole golfing community and if you're in a, a a zone climatic zone like bethel maine it gives you a way to have you know three of your closest friends over and and play golf even when the mother nature is yeah, not cooperating we We've transformed many garages in uh, New imagine. England, in, in the upper Midwest, uh-huh. the Chicago, Wisconsin area, to, to extend those seasons, to bring the neighborhood together, to kind of, you know, create a little community. You know, your your three guys that you're going to be meeting on a Saturday morning, you know, in August, you guys are now meeting in December. Yeah. Um, you know, on a Sunday afternoon before the football game, you guys are getting nine rounds in, and it's fun, but still, you're you're keeping the game going. You're not losing. You're not you're not having to spend a month scratching the the dust off here come spring. Yeah, so when you have a, uh, a six five or six month season, you don't want to take the first six weeks just trying to remember what you did last year, and uh, exactly. get, and get back exactly. to it. Now, I know Jeff and a lot of uh, teachers of his ilk have golf simulators in in their practice areas or teaching areas. And they cost multiple thousands of dollars. I mean, we're talking five figures for a lot of the equipment Jeff's got in there. Yours is nowhere near that expensive, is it? Yeah, we've, uh, you know, we've spent a lot of time over the years at, at doing a lot of uh, a lot of the building of our product uh, in house and in in U.S. and not outsourcing. And and we've fought and, and, and found a way to keep uh, the cost low for the home consumer um, cool. as well as a, the golf professional. You're, you're you know, suggesting our, that a, that American uh, engineers and American mathematicians <laughs> get it right, as opposed to having to use the German ones. <laughs> That's a good suggestion, well, right there, sir. It could be, but no. Uh, but it's uh, we've uh, we've definitely strive to to keep it uh, the product down to you know a thousand dollar entry level price. Fantastic um, to, to start the golf simulation that you wouldn't see, you know. For over, th- you know, over $20,000 is usually, yeah. you know, just scratching the surface on, on getting into playing indoors. Right, um, exactly. And with our indoor simulator, you know, coming in at that and actually having accurate data, not just being a toy that somebody has, you know, uh, sitting in their garage. It's a, an actual tool to help you improve the game. Um, there's a lot of value that, that goes with that $1,000 to get you going and golfing year-round fantastic so you know i might add something to that make it quick it's it's consistent yeah it's a big deal so you got both for a nice deal yeah. Oh, okay, good. We got we got booted, I thought, there for a second. I, I got this I, it little... It did pause for a second. Yeah, the little thing that yeah. said your internet is unstable. Kevin Rosenberg with P3 Pro Swing um, up in Bethel, Maine. You get around the Saco Country Club any time in July, give me a buzz, man, and we can go play or something, okay? Um, that sounds great. And uh, take the last few seconds we have together here for some shameless self-promotion. Because everyone's going Sure, guys. Uh, you can find out more information on indoor golf simulators from P3 at... P3 
the number three, proswing.com. Guys, thanks a lot for having me on today, and uh, wish you the best, and uh, I'll see you guys out on the course. Same with you, Kevin. Take it thanks easy. So much. I'm glad the ice is finally melted, man. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> you too, Kevin, and we are going to be right back. Don't you move.